man. I am having a pretty good day, Dylan. Tell me about it. Well, went to the sandwich shop, went to go to Jersey Mike's to get a sandwich. Guy behind the counter is like, hey, this sandwich is free today. I'm like, it's free? No shit? He's like, yeah, it's free. Fuck yeah. All right. Got a free sandwich. And then I went and got a scratcher. Went five bucks on the scratcher. Yeah. Went and checked out the house that my girlfriend and I are going to be renting. And uh, I think it's going to work out okay. It's like, everything's happening pretty good today. Cool. Coming up in spades. I think I'm going to, I think tonight's the night I'm going to be murdered in my sleep. <laughs> yep. Probably. Probably. So, you know. Thanks for tuning in to the final episode of You're Good. <laughs> Starting right about now. March Madness is about to begin. Or March no, no, Madness is in full effect, boys and girls, and we're going to talk basketball. Wait, no, we're not. We're no. not going to talk basketball. I, I mean, I would love to. We could talk a little bit of round ball if you want. Sure. I, I mean, I watched, I've, I've uh, been having fun watching uh, watching some college b-ball this Holy week. shit. The, I, I watched the, 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 was the, uh, was the Bucks playing the Pacers last night. Mm. Fuck, the Bucks were on fire. Pacers, Pacers couldn't get within, like, 15 points the whole game. They like they like when I got when I got to the bar last night, Bucks were up by twenty points. Cool, and it like stayed there. It was ridiculous. Like the Pacers, like mm-hmm. what the hell, guys? Well, there was last uh, last Tuesday. I was late for your open mic because I was trying to watch the Duke, you're, the you, Duke game that went yeah. to double overtime, and they snuck away. I forget who won it, but whoever it was snuck away at like the last second. Crazy, it was so exciting. Crazy. I like basketball. Me that too. was uh, that was one of the. A uh, few sports I played as a kid mm. that I really did enjoy playing, and I was actually I was on a team with. Uh, was, we were, I remember we were at a practice one day, and uh, there was a kid on my team, Dave Ferrigno, big kid, related to Lou Ferrigno. I was just about to ask. Yeah, related to Lou, and uh, so big, big fucking kid, and uh, I like I I got they passed me the ball, and I spun around to make a breakdown down the court to, to for a layup. And Dave was right there. Oh no! And he, he didn't see me. I didn't see him. And he inadvertently like threw me because like w- when I slammed into him, I kind of like bounced off his leg, and he kind of tossed me over his knee, and I landed ass over tea kettle. <laughs> it knocked the wind straight at me, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, Dave killed Nick!" And I'm laying on the floor like with the wind knocked out of me, but I'm laughing my ass off because it really, it just, it was so funny. And like I was having such a good time playing basketball, I wasn't upset or anything. And Dave's like on the verge of tears. He felt so bad for knocking Aww. me the fuck down. And I'm like, oh, it's cool. I'm okay. That was that was so funny. And I'm like dying, but I, I couldn't fucking breathe. It was did, great. Did Lou ever show up to any games? I met Lou Cripes. I think it was a Lily game, actually, hmm. a, a baseball game that, hit, that Lewis showed up to. Cool. I think. I do remember meeting him when I was a lad, and I remember being one of the only kids, other than, than his nephew Dave, who knew that he was the Incredible Hulk. Because hmm. not too many kids were watching Incredible Hulk in 1990. Yeah. Um, it was in reruns, but 
you know. Oh, not, I loved it. Oh, it was a great show. It was a great show. The time he, he, when he fought the bear, he wrestled I, the bear. I don't remember that. That was a good one. I do remember when Lou Ferrigno was on Mr. Rogers, though. Yeah, that I remember that great. one. I remember that one. It's like, <laughs> see, he's not scary. He's just a guy in the costume. Yeah, he's a guy in the costume. Great. Fucking Mr. Rogers. Nobody, nobody like him. One of a kind. I really, uh, I really enjoyed Lou Ferrigno's cameo in The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Oh yeah, he was a security yeah. guard. Uh-huh. And passed him a pizza, like to get upstairs and stuff. I thought that I that was that was a nice little salute mm-hmm. to to Sweet Lou. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, what a guy. He's the only. He's the first and last man to play the Incredible Hulk. There will always be actors playing Bruce Banner. Oh yeah. But there will never be another actor to play the Incredible Hulk because now we have computers. I suppose you're right. And we can make the Hulk the Hulk. Yeah. Lou was the only guy that could actually pull that off. Mm. And he fucking did. Mm. He was amazing. Yeah. He was so good. He was so good. Speaking of movies. Speaking of movies, we are not going to be talking about sports because, well, neither of us like sports that much. But we are also colossal nerds. Isn't that right, Dylan? That's true. You know, I should be like, I got to get this out of the way real quick, too, because I, I almost forgot again, kids. I can't forget to tell you guys that this show is brought to us by our good friends at the Original Music School of Morristown. Shaping young minds... For over 15 years, the young, the old, the weird, the kinky, the freaky, the deaky, the kind of squeaky, all the in-betweenies. We serves all kinds. All kinds. All kinds, kids. So you want to go to originalmusicschool.com for more information right there on their on their website that's being revamped as we speak. By who? By whom? By my girlfriend. She's doing And from what I understand, she sent you some templates today. She did. What'd you think, bud? They look great. Yeah. I'm... I'm leaning towards the third one. Okay. Well, she'll find out about that when when uh, when she hears the podcast. Yeah. But uh, I haven't but yeah. showed it to the other guys yet. You know, tell I, had, I had a busy day. You know, you, you can make the you can pull the trigger on this if you wanted to. You can make the yeah. They don't. Decision. They don't care. They they trust you. They trust you. You know. So yeah, you want to go to originalmusicschool.com or you want to call nine seven three nine nine eight eight nine seven seven. That's nine seven three nine nine eight eight nine seven seven. And Dylan's the guy answering the phone. That's true. Yeah. Sponsors. Getting the commercials out of the way. <laughs> we did it. That was good. So we are going to do our own version of March Madness, and we are going to talk uh, movies. We're going to talk movies that, that beat other movies. Which which one of these movies beats this movie versus which one of my movies? Like, you know, I'm, I pick two flicks. Dylan picks two flicks. And then between you know, out of those four, the two battle. And then out of those two, only one may exit the ring. Mm. So first up, what are we looking at, Dilly? We're looking at Star Wars, of course, because okay. we can't help ourselves. Of course. And uh, McClunky. My, <laughs> my, uh, my choices here are A New Hope versus Return of the Jedi. Okay. And what I think about that is I think Return of the Jedi is much better than A New Hope. Yeah? Yeah. See, I mean, I would go I the mean, other way. Great. I'd go the other way. Uh, I I feel like I feel like Jedi really kept um you know kept up its end of the deal. I get like, you. Completed the saga really nicely. It but, was exciting the entire time. And that green lightsaber, goddamn. That was a dope lightsaber. Hmm. I mean, I'm t- I don't know cuz I'm I cuz I got my own opinions about Star Wars flicks as, you know, mm. as everyone does. Between so those if, two if, flicks, if I were the referee for for this game, I would pick Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I would. 
All right. All right. Jedi okay. Jedi sweeps it in, in the last two seconds. Okay. Now, with a three-pointer over A New Hope. Now, my two is uh, is Empire and Rogue One. Mm-hmm. I'm going off. I'm going. I'm going off canon here a little bit because this is not, you know, it's a Star Wars story. Uh, yes, yes, yes. But and, and it's funny between those two flicks and like I've seen both of those films multiple times. I've definitely seen Empire way fucking more because I had cable in the eighties. Um, <laughs> It was always on. It was like, and then like, you know, Christmas time on the sci-fi channel, they would just do a Star Wars marathon and just show four, five, and six on a loop until, you know, and then, and then the new movies started coming out and that was dreadful. But, um, Rogue One, I don't know. I think between those two films in the Star Wars galaxy, I got to You know what? Being completely objective. Rogue One is a better film than Empire. I really feel that to be true. I, I, cool. You know, I might, in my opinion, might change when this edible I ate earlier today wears off. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I really truly feel that, like you know, if you look at those, if you just take those movies on their own, you know, Rogue One just had such a cool flow, mm-hmm. and and the story was so great, and it it really lined everything up. You know, in like in this linear times timeline of, of the Star Wars galaxy of of the Skywalker saga, that you know, if 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 the things that happened in Rogue One didn't happen, there would never have been a New Hope or Jedi or Empire. You're right. You know, so yeah, I think I'd have to give that to Rogue One. All right, Rogue One sweeps it in the in the second half. Yeah, takes it. All right. And so so ha- how so do we do this? Are so, we, we going to so, go down? The list here, or are we are we gonna are we gonna do no, let's, duke it out by as the categories come? Yeah, you know, let's go down. So next category. All right, next category is disaster flicks. Disaster flicks, and though we don't mean like Ishtar, we don't or or or, <laughs> or um uh, what was another terrible movie that just oh cats. Ah. We're not we're not talking like disaster at the box office. We're talking like is that like a movie where everything gets fucking blown up. Blown the fuck up. Yeah. Or, you know, flooded or frozen or blown the fuck up. I don't know, I'm running out of... Oh, set on fire. Lava. That's another possibility, right? Oh, there's got to be lava. Well, you know, there was that volcano flick. Volcano. <laughs> so what do you got? So who who better to blow things up than the original Godzilla? Ah, oh, Gojira. Yes. So that so you're talking like the the 50s Godzilla, mm-hmm. or are you talking like the 60s revamped thing, like the color, the one that came out that one the one that came out in color. No, 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 no. You're talking no. black and white. Black and white. That's yeah. the 50s Godzilla. That was a damn fine film. Yes, it was. Well, one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and then versus Godzilla is Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. You're talking the, like the original of that too, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. that, that squid comes in and just fucks yeah. everything up. And then there's the cannibals and the flood. It's a great it's a great book too. You know. I, I've never read it. It's Jules Verne, I think. Yep. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I read it when I was a kid. Great book. Mm. Jules Verne was a great author. 
Hmm. Fantastic author. You know, you'd have to be a great author for for Doc, Dr. Emmett Brown to name both of his kids after. after. <laughs> I did not. Back know to that. the Future Part Three trivia right there. Oh. You could use that on the trivia show. Hey. No, wait, no. Well, then anyone who listened to this would get the answer. Hey, ah, well, name, hey, don't you, don't come that night. Well, no, you guys should totally come down to trivia night at the exchange. Yeah, we're not even getting paid to plug this, Bob. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it is, it is on my okay. Space. So between Godzilla and Twenty Thousand <clears throat> Leagues Under the Sea, who fucked it up better? <sighs> I'm having a real hard time thinking about it. I feel this is pretty cut and dry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Godzilla just laid the ground for. Many disasters. So. Oh yeah, there wouldn't the, the, like the the original Gaiju, like you know, set the like set the platform for for all of them for Mothra, for Ghidra, mm-hmm. for for Rodan, for Gamera. I love all of them. I love the Gamera movies, and I love Twenty Thousand Leagues, but I got to give it to Godzilla. Yeah, dude. Credit where credits due. Jules Verne wrote a hell of a book, but you know. There's just something about a a, a dude in a, in a lizard costume stepping on a scale model of Tokyo that yeah. just gives me a fucking chubby. <laughs> <laughs> How so about what, you? What do you got? What did I have here? Hang on, I wrote that down. I can't. I can't see my own your own handwriting. Uh, well, I can. Ah, uh, yes, that's down. right. Independence Day. Way. Independence Day. Mm-hmm. The, you know, with Will Smith mm-hmm. and Bill Pullman, the best one of the best movie presidents ever, and Chef Goldblum, and and Chef Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that was good. They should they should they should get uh, Jeff Goldblum to take to to bring back the role of chef on South Park. Oh that'd man, be that'd great. be cool. Wasn't wasn't, Hello, uh, wasn't Bill Paxton in, in Independence Day? Too? Yes. Wait, Bill Paxton was Bill Paxton in that? No, it's uh, Randy Quaid. Oh, Randy Quaid's in that. Bill uh, no uh, Adam Baldwin, I think. Oh, um, I don't remember him being it. He was one of those, like, you know, security dudes. Ah, uh, and, uh, uh, what's his name? Robert Loggia was in that. Ah. He played the general. Ah. Uh, Robert Loggia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, Independence Day for me. And, I, you know what, I gotta, I, I'm throwing a, a, a fucking knuckleball here, and I'm saying the new Godzilla that came out a couple of years ago. Wow. And I'll tell you why. It really it brought back. This was that was the movie to really bring back this whole gaiju thing and mm. and the giant monsters destroying shit. And the sequel was good. And they've they're, it's teed up. It's happening. Like there's going to be all these movies for all those other monsters. You know, they got the Great. Godzilla versus King Kong coming out. Cool. Uh, this I think it comes out this summer. Ah, I didn't even I know. I think yeah, they, they they they're doing Godzilla versus Kong. Cool. And I really am looking forward to seeing that because, oh, cool, really fucking cool. So, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, so between those two, I'd have to give it to New Godzilla. All right. So now we have ourselves a true weird standoff and a, and a movie that's been done, actually. Ah. Godzilla versus Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Who wins Woo. that chubby fight? You know, Japan was really upset when, with the new Godzilla movie. Did you hear about that? Have you heard about this? You heard about that? No, I didn't. When the new when they made the new Godzilla movie, they were upset. They thought that we that uh, they made the new Godzilla look fat. Oh yeah, they I, were like I remember fat that. shaming Godzilla. <laughs> he's a ma- he's a massive lizard. Yeah, and he's of course he's got a little bit. He's got a little bit of pudge on him, man. He lives at the, at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's cold I, down there. You ever see a skinny whale? No. 
And I mean the original. There are Godzillas at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Under the water. Carry the water. Speaking of which. Remove the water. I, from the bottom of the ocean. I'm surprised I never saw this before in my life. But earlier today, I saw Kermit the Frog singing Once in a Lifetime. <laughs> Isn't it adorable? It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my beautiful wife. <laughs> that was, I, I, I remember watching that when I was a kid. That was, they, they showed that on Nickelodeon. Mm. Um, like, there was like this, they, they, like, it was like this weird thing. I don't know, like, they were like experimenting with doing music on Nickelodeon, like music geared towards kids. Yeah. So like, you know, and in my, at, you know, when I was a kid, we had cable, MTV was 29, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon was 30. Yeah. I remember one day I was watching Nickelodeon and I was watching that video and I, I clicked down to 29 and it was the Talking Heads doing oh, no Once shit. in a Lifetime. And I was like, wait. <laughs> so I kept clicking back and forth because it was like, I feel like. Somebody had to well, set that Well, the up. thing is, and, and so I really feel like somebody did. I feel like somebody was really fucking with me. Um, and with anyone who was watching at that time because it, MTV and Nickelodeon, like, their offices are in the same building in New York. Uh-huh. Like, they're, like, that cable company was like, like they, they were broadcasting at like on the same floor. Uh-huh. So, like, I feel like. I feel like that was done on purpose. I hope so. I really do. I really hope so. So, to whoever was in that booth, well played, sir. <laughs> you, you, you gave a ten-year-old child uh, a good little mind fuck. It was, it was, you know, in all the right ways. Not, 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 not like a Catholic priest way, but like. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Sorry. Kermit, Kermit the Frog also does a mean version of "She Drives Me Crazy." Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, you know, um, there was a guy that took a. Uh, he took a, the. Um, he took footage from all the Muppet movies, and he cut together a music video uh, using uh, the song "Down with Disease" by Fish. Oh. I, don't if ever, I don't know if you've ever heard this song. But it's huh. a great, it's it's a great jam. Um, but they cut it together just so perfectly with Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem. Yeah, and it was just like so. It's so damn good. It's so damn. I'll have to show it to you later. I gotta it's, check that out. You gotta check that out. It's really it's something. Okay, so so we got Godzilla versus Godzilla. Godzilla. That's that's a nail biter right there, kids. I'm scared. You, our, you guys might want to like lock up uh, lock up your valuables and get to the bunker. <laughs> our next category we have here are um, our animated films. Animated films. Animated films. And I decided to put Toy Story up against A Bug's Life. Mm. Again with The Bug's Life. A Bug's Life. That's, and again, that, so that's not the one with Woody Allen, right? No. That was Ants. That was Ants. That was Ants. That was Ants. I liked A Bug's Life. I love Bug's Life. I, 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 I liked Ants better, though. Yeah. I just did. I don't know. I, just, I know. I don't understand just, you. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also older, you know? I also, I'm, I'm partial to A Bug's Life, I think, because it was one of the first DVDs that we ever got in the house. <laughs> so, like, I watched it all the time. Of course, because, you know... We had ants on VHS, but we had Bugs Life on DVD. Ah, ooh! So that was like the moment. Like your dad got a bonus that year. Like, I guess we could afford a DVD player. Yeah, as long as, as, long as you're good, then we don't have to ground you. And we got a new star. Oh boy! Oh jeez! Oh, so grounded. We got a new stereo that year too. We got a whole new, a whole new system. It was, ah, it was, it was Hi-Fi. Fun. Did you have one of those stack deals with like a record player, the dual cassette? It didn't have the record player. Ah, bummer. It had, it had a three CD changer though. Ooh, we had yeah, we had the um, we had the wood panel Panasonic deal with the two big fucking particle board speakers, mm-hmm. 
and uh, it had a record player on the top, dual cassette, AM, FM, and uh, didn't have CD, though. Mm. Didn't have CD. But, man, I, I used to play with that record player all the time. Neat. So you went you went very, uh, no no disrespect intended here, you, your two choices are very uh, kid-oriented films. These are kids' yes. movies. Yes. I went a little different. But out of these two, buddy, what do you think? Um, Which one I stands mean, up? It's really hard to say. Um, I, Toy Story gets so tense. Well, it's got a pretty good arc to it, too. Or a Bugs yeah. Life, I mean. No, it does. It does. Bug, Bug, Bugs Life, uh, there are... It is suspenseful sometimes. I just um, want to point out real quick. We are getting some really nice ambient music in the background tonight. Yes. From from Nick Vallon, yep. one of the guitar instructors here, yep. people, and uh, Nina Rangel. And they're they're practicing for a wedding gig they've got coming up. Yeah. And uh, and she just had a kid, actually. She did. Yeah. Well, eight months ago, yeah. It's too, dude. Trust me, to a mom, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all fucking brand new, dude. Like, <laughs> especially like for her first kid. Yeah. You know, like if it was like her third or fourth kid, I, I could see she'd that. be like, ah, it was like eight months ago, whatever. He's <laughs> nothing. But like the first kid, nah, like that kid still has new baby smell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nia, Nia's got one of the most fantastic voices around. Yeah, she's really something. I'm really enjoying uh, you know, having them in the background because uh, uh, they're just they're singing all these pretty wedding songs, and she has a really nice voice. Mm -hmm. They're doing really good. She's and a Nick teacher, is, and Nick is no slouch on that guitar. No sir, great teacher, mm -hmm. great teacher, kids. And uh, wait, Nina teaches? Uh, she teaches in Newark. Oh, well, like, uh, elementary yeah. school or? Uh, yes. Cool. Good for her. Yes. We should get her on the show. We should. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get in here. <laughs> nah, nah. We'll talk to them in a bit. Okay. So out of those two, Bugs Life or Toy Story, which do you think holds up? Got to go with Toy Story. Got to go with Toy Story. Yeah. I, 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 think you, I think you made the right call there. And I'm going, I went a little more grown up with my choices. Um, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, which, you know, is a kid's movie, mm -hmm. but isn't because it's Batman. Mm -hmm. Like, Batman, it's, you know, like, yeah, no one dies really, but like, shit gets fucked up. Yeah. And it's, oh man, I remember I went, I saw that in theaters. I remember sneaking Ooh. back into the theater to watch it again. Wow. It was so good. And cool. it was, like, it that good and truly one of like one of those moments in my life of watching movies and like being in a theater and really being pulled in and just oh my god i couldn't i couldn't get that i couldn't get that soundtrack out of my head mm -hmm. i couldn't get the laugh the mark hamill laugh the joker cackle hmm. out of my head for weeks that movie stuck with me that resonated with me i never saw it i have to. oh my god really yeah Oh, you're a bad Bat fan. I am. Dude, that's that's like, that's one of the best. Oh, my God. Batman Batman and Joker at each other's throats. Classic. Hmm. Classic. Oh, my God. My second choice um, is Cowboy Bebop, the movie. Ah. Which, I don't know. If, did you ever watch Bebop? Uh, a little bit. I didn't know there was a movie. They made a movie, and it takes place... In the timeline of the show, because that show was very linear and like it had a beginning and an end, like you know, like, it, like you know, I won't tell you how it ends, but mm -hmm. it does have a beginning and an end. And this movie is a is a, a an adventure of the of of the of these characters of Spike and 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 Jet and uh, 
uh, Faye, Ed, Ein. I got them all. Sweet. All right. Um, uh, it's like this like standalone adventure, but it, t- it does take place in the timeline of the show. Um, and it's like this Halloween-themed bad guy trying to poison everyone, and they and they got to stop him. Hmm. You know, they you know they they're, they're bounty hunters. They're mm-hmm. space bounty hunters, and they pick up the bounty, and then as they're chasing this guy, they're like, oh, he's really fucked up. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, he's extra fucked up. Oh, he's gonna kill everybody. He's that kind of fucked up. Ooh, we better get this guy. <laughs> and like, there's it's it's great. And the soundtrack is great. The soundtrack from that show was just fucking so cool. So it had some really cool, like, you know, like, like funk, jazz. Like, it was, like, it was very, like, the soundtrack really drove that show. And, and the same can be said about the movie. Mm. Um, that being said, I think between those two, um, I'd have to give it to Mask of the Phantasm. All right. I just, because, eh, uh, had to, had to. Put my little my little star next to Batman so we can keep track of our brackets. <laughs> um, uh, I I just because I feel like I feel like I could watch that movie over and over again still. Mm. Um, you know, albeit it's probably because I am a huge Batman fan, but like, just I just still it just still it still gets me. It's still mm. a great fucking movie. Um, I'm gonna watch it tonight. You should rent it. It's I, I I've actually checked. It's not anywhere unless you have that DC. Universe package, the, no. the streaming DC thing, which I really don't want to get. I'll take it out of the library. Yeah. Go to the library and get it. You know, support your local libraries, kids. Hell yeah. It's not just a place for homeless people to go BM. That's true. <laughs> I used to worry one, but they that does happen a lot. Okay, our next category. Weird category. Dylan kind of came up with these categories last night um, after he had had way too much chamomile tea. <laughs> <laughs> I was delirious. There was I was I was still fucked up from the mouse being in my room the night before. Mm. It's funny. It's it's hard to to sleep after there's been a mouse in your room. Oh, I can imagine. I remember um I remember finding a bat in, in my house once. Ah! Yeah. And like I, I wasn't scared, but like just the adrenaline yeah, buzz of like having to chase this little animal through your house. Uh-huh. You know. It's just like yeah, I'm not going back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm not. I w- it, 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 it wasn't like I was afraid. Of no, the mouse, you're not afraid of but, the mouse. You know, I, I thought about what if I'm laying down and it like runs across my legs or something like that. Yeah, it's, like we're like you know, like that'd be creepy. But like, it's yeah. just it's in my house. It doesn't belong in my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Like I guess the the mouse didn't make it through the through the struggle though, right? With the, no, through the battle they, with the cats and nah, all that just uh, didn't make Freddy, it. Freddie, my cat. Uh, t- Got it to a point where I could finish the job. Yeah. Which was also the case a month ago when there was another mouse. Freddie got it again. Okay, you know, man. everybody chips in, but Freddie Freddy was the uh, he was the, the closer. Freddie's Freddy's, <laughs> Freddy's the guy that's just going to be like, quit fucking around. <laughs> fucking do it. Just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, man. Freddie's a good boy. And I smashed him. But anyway. <laughs> so our next category, because Dylan was drunk last night and fixated on Chevy Chase for some reason. Our next category is our favorite Chevy Chase films. Yeah. I picked Spies Like Us. Great film. And Three Amigos. Good film. Um, it's interesting you say that because I'm going to pick Three Amigos. Yeah. yeah. I would have gone the total other way. Mm. I feel I, I, you know, I don't know, Spies Like Us. All right, they're both really awesome. They're great movies, you know, and like, I mean, the Three Amigos, so many, there's so many great lines. Mm-hmm. There's so many great bits. Steve Martin, 
You're not yeah. like, yeah, you're not, I, yeah. But like for them with oh, spies like us, can I offer you gentlemen a Pepsi? <laughs> You know, and then the hydro super fast warp speed elevator down to the fucking super base at the underneath the drive-in movie theater. It's, it's great, <laughs> and, our, just... and it's and it, the world gets introduced to Vanessa Angel, oh. who played the smoking hot Russian broad. Oh, and uh, and uh, we once again got to see Donna Dixon on to, on, to, on the film with Spies mm. Like Us. It's, uh, it's pretty pretty snazzy-looking ladies in Spies Like Us there, buddy. Yeah. I've got th- this one's going to the underdog. Three, yeah. three Amigos. Three I, Amigos. I was, really, I, was, I was really touched by that film. So I'm going to go with that. Were you once molested by a mariachi musician? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I, did, I did watch it with my girlfriend, though. That's, oh, that's the first yeah. time I saw it. Yeah. Spies Like Us, too. So I went with, uh, I went with Fletch... And Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. Fletch is a great film. You know, it's Chevy Chase in, in like his prime cocaine years. Like he was getting <laughs> really good cocaine at this point. So like this is like super duper good good Chevy. Speaking um, of which. Dude. We <laughs> <laughs> have to call your guy after this. <laughs> We're just kidding. We're not doing anything in here. Nope, just drinking whiskey and Mainlining uh, iodine. I hear, I hear it helps with erections. Huh. So I'm told. I don't have a problem or anything. Anyway, so I said Fletch and Caddyshack. Like Dark Horse, that one. It is a Chevy Chase film, but it's also a Bill Murray movie. Mm. So out of those two, one thing Fletch doesn't have that Caddyshack has, Bill Murray. Uh-huh. So obviously the winner, winner, chicken dinner... It's Caddyshack for me. There you go. You're going to kill me when I tell you that I've actually never seen Caddyshack. I'm sorry. How is that possible? I don't know. How is that fucking possible? I really don't know. It's just. All right, give me back Oscar and you can borrow Caddyshack. Yeah. Oh, Oscar was great, by the way. I knew you'd like it. I knew you'd like it. Kids, a, a movie that you should all watch for no good reason. Starring Sylvester Stallone, Tim Curry, Kirk Douglas, Marissa Tomei, Kurtwood Smith, the dad from that 70s show, Oscar, the little movie that couldn't. Yeah. Directed by John Landis, right? Right. Yep. Great film. I loaned it to Dylan. I knew he'd like it, and he did like it. I knew he would like it. I think you guys would like it, too. It is a silly little comedy about mafia mafia guys in, like, the 20s, 30s, obligatory New York, Chicago, whatever city it might be. Mm -hmm. And it's totally filmed on that fucking Warner Brothers back lot that looks like, like, (laughs) you know, like if if there was ever a fucking road with a bend in it in New York because everything's just straight fucking lines <laughs> yeah. intersecting but no this one's got a curve fuck it we're making a left we're, we're, at the, we're at the top or the bottom of New York and we have to go around now <laughs> like it is a it is a damn fine movie and uh, you should all watch it we, but we're not talking about Oscar right now we're gonna we're gonna keep this going we're talking about movies with Hollywood tough guys yeah our favorite movies with Hollywood tough guys yeah my, we both went kind of old school with these. Yeah, my my picks um, are both interestingly enough starring the same two gentlemen, Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's if you're Bert- talking, obviously, you're talking about Tootsie. No, wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm. 
movie about outlaws, in case you don't know. Loosely based on a true story. Yep. And The Sting. Also some, some funny criminal hijinks going on That's a great flick. The, the Sting is a great movie. Yeah. A little too long. It was, yeah, it was it's long. It's a little long. Takes a little while to get there. The end, though. The end is a killer. When you the get to pisser. the end, oh, The man. end's a pisser. Uh, Butch Cassidy, Sundance Kid's great because, you know, it's like a buddy film. And it's exciting and, it, and, and it's very touching at times. But, no, you know what? No but. I'm giving it to Butch Cassidy. That's the right move. Yeah. That was the right move. I feel like this thing wouldn't have a chance against my two picks because mm. I went. I st- I am also going old school, but I went with I went with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It sounds really great over the over the weird jazz in the background. Yeah, I know, right? It told us guys to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I went with the good, the bad, and the ugly, and Bullet. Good, the bad, and the ugly, of course, starring the one and only Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah, Bullet, with my favorite motherfucker, Steve McQueen. Mm. Mm. Those are two great films. You ever seen Bullet? No, I haven't. Ah, oh, dude, great car chase scene. Killer car chase. He's just ripping this Mustang, this fucking like like dark green Ford Mustang, just flying over hills in fucking San Francisco. I mean, like getting some fucking air. <laughs> and it's Steve. Cool. Like Steve's driving that fucking car. That's like, that's awesome. Yeah, he was pretty. He was a pretty badass son of a bitch. Um, Eastwood, the good, bad, and the ugly. That's a great film. Between those two, what would I have to do there? What am I have to think about here? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Nice. I'm gonna give it to the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I had a feeling you would. You know, I was kind of on the fence about that because <laughs> I mean, Steve, like Steve McQueen's a bad motherfucker. He was one bad motherfucker. But just uh, you know, what's gonna have to do it for me. It's the soundtrack, hmm. the music. You know, nice. Sergio Leone. Uh, his the soundtrack for his those spaghetti westerns he did were just was always. It would, you're transformed. You're taken to that place. Mm. And that's not music that was played at that time. You know? There, like, that music did, like, the music that you hear in those movies, those, in, his, in those films that he did, that's not, like, you know, there weren't dudes sitting in, in, in saloons playing down, 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 down. Down, 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 down. Like, that didn't exist. Uh-huh. He, it's like he invented this sound to describe this setting and yeah that's cool yeah it really is and yeah like it's like it, it's really cool like you know if it's one of those things about a movie and, and soundtracks are so fucking important in a movie you have to have like it's got to take you somewhere one of the, like a movie that really always pissed me off was Moneyball mm. there's no fucking soundtrack it's a baseball movie with no fucking soundtrack at no point do I hear you know, like, I'm not hearing... Why they do that? Because they were trying to focus on, you know, story, drama, 
disturbed. Like you're you're, <laughs> you're missing the point of fucking baseball by making this movie about guys missing the fucking point about baseball. <laughs> you know? Ugh. Oh boy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that sucked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're moving on down the list. What do you got, buddy? Oh, one of the best categories of all time, no matter what you think. James Bond movies. Yeah, yeah. Again, soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Making it. Mm-hmm. Those movies, I mean, so many so many great artists got to work, you know, do soundtracks for those films. Yeah. So many great artists that no one had heard of yet got to do those soundtracks as well. Like, mm. like people were introduced to, you know, like with the earlier films I'm mm-hmm. talking, you know. Mm-hmm. Most of the new Bond films, an established artist gets to gets yeah. a crack at yeah, it. Yeah. But the earlier ones, you know, the Sean Connery ones, you know, that was like a thing, you know. Mm. But uh, okay, so your two fit your two Bond films. What do we got here? I decided to put Goldeneye mm. up against Casino Royale, Ooh. the Daniel Craig version. Yeah, yeah. Have you, have you ever seen the, the 1968 Peter Sellers? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's not a Bond film. It well, it is and it isn't. I mean, it is, but it's not like you know. It it's is not what you would. It think is about an it. Albert Broccoli production. <laughs> It's a guy's name. I'm not fucking making fun of him, you know. His name, Albert R. Broccoli. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely different. So, at, like, so what? So um, what, what? Like, so think about like, so what? What? What's things about Goldeneye that stand that make it a st- that st- like you know stand above? Well, for for one thing, that was the first Bond movie I ever saw. Your first ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I feel like that shapes a Bond fan. Which Bond you got introduced to? Yeah, but actually, I I. Never really saw any of the other Pierce Brosnan Bond films. Really, mm-hmm. they're pretty good. I mean, out of out of all the ones Pierce Brosnan did, Goldeneye yeah. was the banger. Oh, I saw that the, was the, the, Hol- the Holly Berry one. That was. Uh, is that Tomorrow Never Dies? I think so. No, that was The World Is Not Enough. Oh, wait. No, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yes. Yeah, that was okay. Denise Richards is in that one too, right? Ah, it's been so long. Mm. There's been uh, so many Bond chicks. Yeah, but yeah. Goldeneye was cool. Uh, Sean Bean's in it. Yeah, it's great. Scene Dying Bean. as he usually does. Scene Bean. <laughs> Scene Bean. Scene Bean. Or it's Sean Bond. Mm. Sorry, I, who d- knows, dude? Just, just his his parents were cheeky people. Just, yeah, right. But just just follow me here because this has been a conundrum in my head for like almost a year. Mm-hmm. Spell Sean. S E A N. Spell Bean. B E A N. Say. Not, 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 not say it in your head. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Sean. Bon. Seen. Bean. Like, what are we doing? Like, why, why are you doing this to me, English? I mean, yeah, if you didn't know, how would you know? Oh, my God. English is stupid. That reminds me of. of, of I, was, I was thinking about this the other day for some reason. There, there was an episode of. Is either I Love Lucy or the the Lucy and Desi show, and uh, and Desi Arnaz is looking at like this Westinghouse magazine, and he's pronouncing it Westinghouse, and Lucy's like, no, it's Westinghouse, and he's like, no, but when you have the G and the H next together, it's ghost sound like ghost, so it's <laughs> Westinghouse. <laughs> Thank you, Desi. You get it. You Cuban treat you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking love 
Lucille Ball. They were oh, I, I I watched I Love Lucy when I was a kid. I, I was always out of my grandparents' house. I was yeah, just, me, just, me and my my nana would watch it together. Such a kick! I just uh-huh. always got such a kick out of her. Yeah. she was a fucking pisser, man. Mm-hmm. She was a fucking pisser. Holy shit! So so yeah, and then Casino Royale with Daniel Craig. Great like, fucking movie. Probably. Uh, one of the coolest people to ever play James Bond. I think. I think he's just, he's so, he's like a very cool James Bond, you know? You know, it's funny because he, it's like, he reminds me a lot of, like, he, it's, he takes, he brings a lot of, like, the Sean Connery attitude back mm-hmm. to the character. Yeah, with, um, without, without the, without the flirtatiousness. Well, we're, you know, we're, we're post Me Too, so, like, he's not going to, like, you know, just, you know, smack a bitch in the face and then have sex with her like it's cool. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, now they fight. Uh... Now they do Krav Maga for 14 minutes and then they make out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> sex um, is implied. You know what? I'm going to have to give it to Casino Royale. Really? And I'll tell you why. Really? It's the only Bonds movie that ever made me cry. You're going, you're going Casino Royale? I am. Wow. I would have gone GoldenEye all day between those Golden two. GoldenEye's cool, and the game Dude, is also amazing. Dude, Tina Turner on the soundtrack, too? GoldenEye. Wow. Yeah, I'm taking Casino Royale. It, You're, that's a bold it, it, move. It, it hurt me, and I loved it. I'm, you know what? I'm going old school because I'm old, and I never went to school. <laughs> so I'm trying my best. But uh, Thunderball and Live and awesome. Let Die. Great films. And, th- like, Thunderball had a lot going for it. And I thought about this. Where'd my... Th- what are you looking for? My, my, my gun. Ah! Nick. Joke's on you. You'll never find the back. You've been double-crossed by your own pussy. Sandy gave up the diamonds. The mouse was a distraction. Okay, so... You okay, Dylan? You yeah, right? yeah, I'm all right. Need a band-aid? Uh, I'll be fine. Okay. Put a little whiskey just on Just a flesh just put, some, just put a little whiskey on it. It'll be fine. Thanks. Well, uh, uh, the thing about... Uh, the Thunderball was such a great fucking flick because... I mean, like, Spectre, like, it was like, it's, it's like just, it was like, a, just a fucking, it's a classic, it's classic James Bond. It's classic setup, you know, it, 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 everything worked so well in it. And it, mm. and it really was one of the, it, it was one of the more profitable of all the films too. Mm. Um, and then Live and Let Die, I mean, that was the, fir- and again, this was, that was the first Bond film I saw was ah. Live and Let Die. And so my first uh, Bond was Roger Moore. Mm. I thought he was fucking great. So mm-hmm. he shaped the way I thought James Bond should be for, you know, you know, them because then when I saw um Grice, Barrington Steel, the guy before Pierce Brosnan, shit. The guy that played Bond before Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I forget his name. Shit. <sighs> Let me get my gun. <laughs> Timothy Dalton. There it is. <laughs> Timothy Dalton. Um, Sorry, Tim. Yeah, no, he, he was he was a great he was a, he did a really good job and like kind of led up to what 
like how Pierce Brosnan got the gig was because mm-hmm. they kind of did look alike. Mm-hmm. But um, Live and Let Die was was great. Um, Roger Moore was fucking awesome, and and you had Paul McCartney and Wings writing the fucking song, like, yeah, I mean, and that song's a banger. It is. That's like that song is still fucking good, and it's. It's just, it's so fucking awesome. And, you know, Live and Let Die. We got Roger Moore. Oh, um, is Tattoo in that one? Oh, no, Grace Jones. We got Grace Jones in that one. That's a great one. Ah. Yeah, that's right. That was, it was Grace Jones in that flick. Ah, dude. Yeah. Oh, between those two, I got to give it to Live and Let Die. Okay. Yeah, it's going Live and Let Die. Mm, I, I would have thought you'd pick, I, I would, if I were you, I would pick Thunderball. Yeah, it's it's damn good flick. It, it is really good. And it's, you know, but, oh, Live and Let Die. Cool. It was the first Bond flick I saw. It really kind of set the fucking the tone mm. for how I felt James Bond should be, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a little campy, yeah, um, a little t- a little cheeky, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's something about he was fucking charming son of a bitch. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Vermin uh, Supreme in the other room? Yes. For for those of you who who can't see what we're seeing. Vermin Supreme is in the other booth. <laughs> I'm voting for him. <laughs> Nick, our our friend Nick is walking around with a bag on his head in the back. Yeah. Things are getting crazy here tonight. I love it. This is good. Yeah. All right, our next category. Uh huh. Old school animated films. Well, I'm gonna have to like. I'm gonna have well, to. Well, not go even like that old school. The Blue just... Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Animated films of yesteryear. Tentacle porn of yesteryear. No, no, just animated films. Uh, just animated films. Yikes. Um, <laughs> so I'm pitting The Lion King up against Beauty and the Beast. And I got to tell you, it's a tough choice. Lion, that is tough. Lion King's got a hell of a soundtrack. But Beauty and the Beast, pretty powerful. It is a tale as old as time. Hmm. Actually, I didn't. I didn't even think about this. Ah, boy, oh boy. Um, what do you do? What do you do? I don't know. This is this is a total toss up. Oh boy. I mean, Beauty and the Beast. See what you see as a toss up. I don't see it as a toss up. Lion King was the first film I saw in theaters. Uh, I don't see this as a toss up. I feel like people listening to this are, are, are going to agree with me and think this is not a toss-up. This is pretty cut and dry. I got I, I got to go with my gut here. Yeah, what's your gut telling you? Lion King. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Of course. Yeah, it's Lion King. It's Lion King. Between those two, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. For me, I went old school, and I went weird. Woo. Robin Hood, the original Fantastic. Disney movie, the Robin Fox, Hood, F- Fox. Person. Yeah, the fox and, and you know and the and the bear that's obviously Baloo yeah. from Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah. It's just like this. It's like the same guy. It's the same. They just made him brown instead of gray. <laughs> like, yeah, good enough. Kids, kids are stupid. They don't fucking know. They don't fuck those kids. They don't fucking know. <laughs> just make him a brown bear. And he's little John. Fuck it. Give him a little gay hat. He's fine. <laughs> that's the way. <laughs> That's it. I'm a pretty good whistler. You are. So Robin Hood, and I'm going, going a little weird here, and I, 
you, you might disagree with me. I feel this counts as an animated film. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, it counts. Damn good movie. Mm. Damn good movie. They're both good, but I, I, I see it as no contest here. Agreed. What are you going to pick? Both of these films travel very different roads to get to the bottom of my heart. But only one of these films showed me my first cartoon vagina. Uh-huh. So I'm going to have to go with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. There is a scene in that movie that has since been cut, but I have it on VHS. <laughs> and I used to have a really good VCR with a really good pause that didn't get all scratchy. <laughs> and uh, there's a scene. Jessica Rabbit gets thrown out of Benny the cab, the taxi, and she's spinning through the air. And if you pause it at just the right moment, you get a full shot of her vagina. Wow. I thought that was a myth. Nope. It's truth. Hmm. They have taken it out. So it's like if you get it on Blu-ray or DVD or whatever now, and it's like if you watch it on any streaming service, it's not there. Hmm. But if you have an old school VHS copy of it, it's fucking there. Wow. And it actually was just, it was first discovered by by uh, Disney when somebody pointed it out. They released it on Laserdisc before DVD. Mm-hmm. Laserdisc, which was actually in a lot of ways a superior format to DVD. The mm-hmm. way Beta was superior to VHS, but mm-hmm. VHS is smaller. DVDs were smaller, yeah. so uh, you know they 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 you know they won out that little battle. But uh, when it was first released on Laserdisc, that's when it was discovered. Because, some, you know, somebody paused it. And at just the right moment, <laughs> you see that she is not wearing underwear. Wow. Yeah. Roger They got away with that rabbit. one. They got away with a lot in that movie. Speaking of, of, um, of nudity that, that made the tape, mm-hmm. but has since been deleted... The first, uh, the first, ni- first nipple I ever saw was in Return of the Jedi. Oh, the the the, the dancer lady, the right? Dancer, and there's there's a part where it, it comes out real quick. Yeah, real quick. I remember. I, I have it on VHS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just a quick. It's quick. Yep. You, you know, you can't even pause it. You can't even. Oh, I did. Like it's like I got it. That I is like, it. that is like that is a trained thumb. Yeah, I, you, I you spent sat a lot of there. Time trying to get it. Yeah, you sat there. <laughs> you you took a good fifteen minutes and you wore the tape out <laughs> in that one spot. But yeah, they've they've since edited it out. Yeah, but no, I I have I have I still have my copy of the Star Wars trilogy on VHS because you know because you know Greedo uh, yeah, can ah, can, can suck a dick and Han shot first. <sighs> so mad about that. I'm, just, I'm never gonna not be mad about that. I'm never going to not be mad about that. You know what? That's another reason that Jedi uh, uh, wins because they did they butchered Jedi less with a special edition <laughs> than they butchered A New Hope. Yeah. Oh my god, they ruined that fucking movie. Yeah. All right, next category. Cool toys, though. Cool toys, though. Next category is um, is uh, athletic comedies, mm. and my choices. Um, Interestingly enough, these are, these are sports movies that are funny. Yeah, gotcha. Um, both have Ben Stiller in them. Hmm. The first is Heavyweights, and the other one is Dodgeball. Both hilarious, but Heavyweights is miles ahead. Yeah, just a better movie, hands down. 
I don't think I've actually seen that movie. Oh, it's so good. It's it's about a fat camp, and uh, and there's these kids there, and I forget who. I forget who played like the counselor of the fat camp. Let's let's look it up. Uh, but anyway, these these kids go there. They're like you know tween aged kids, and uh, you know it's just a fun place for them to go and and you know be fat for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> And Aren't the ideas of fat camps to like help kids to not be so fat? Exactly. So what happens next is they bring in this guy who's like a real hard ass of of a physical trainer. Let me guess, Ben Stiller. It's Ben Stiller. Of course it is. And he's such, he's really good at playing the dick. He's such a dick. He's really good at playing the dick. And uh, he or or maybe maybe I'm getting it wrong. Maybe he was from a, a rival camp. Um. Whatever those camp flicks but, are, all yeah, the same. It's, it's, you know, it's like it's like it's like the the skinny camp versus the cat the the fat camp, which is like totally fair. Yeah, and and, and, it, and it's great. Go watch it. Heavyweights wins. Yeah, yeah, and the, the guy who plays the nice counselor is uh, Tom McGowan. Yeah, good for him. I don't know what else he's been in, but that was his name. See, I'm all right. So I'm thinking about this. Um. This is funny. This is the second time Vanessa Angel is going to pop up in our categories. First was on your side. Now it's on my side. She's on my side. Look her up. Lovely lady. Very, very lovely looking woman. Uh, <laughs> she was the the lady in Kingpins with Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and here's her fucking guy, Randy Quaid, again. Huh. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm going to go with Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. That fucking movie. Real funny. I, like, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm hanging out, like, if I'm hanging out in a waiting room and that movie's on, I don't mind the wait <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I, like I've, I remember taking a flight. It was a weird, like, I, I, was, I, t- I remember taking, I was taking a JetBlue flight <laughs> to South Carolina. This is, this is, God, this is going back like maybe 12, 13 years ago, something like that. Maybe, oh, Christ, longer. How long has my dad been down there? Anyway. Um, and we get on the plane, and there's TVs. I'm like, it's South Carolina. It's like a fucking hour and 45-minute flight. Like, we're up and down. Like, it's like by the time we gain altitude, we're, we're fucking descending. Right? <laughs> um, and Talladega Nights was free. I was like, free? Okay, cool. Yeah. So I was like bummed because like by the time we landed the movie wasn't over. Oh no! <laughs> like I'm like no 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 no. My dad's like come on get your bags we gotta go you gotta go we're gonna go <laughs> no 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 they, they just they just did the thing he just he just got his new car no. <laughs> oh, I was so bummed we couldn't finish the movie. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with Kingpins. I'm giving it to Kingpins. All right. I've never seen that one. That is a great flick. Uh, Woody Harrelson plays a a guy who was a, a championship bowler whose life gets ruined uh, uh, by Bill Murray. <laughs> and then he befriends a very large Amish man named uh, Ishmael, played by Randy Quaid. Who's a very good bowler? Huh. She takes him under his wing, kind of like like. Uh, you ever see the Color of Money? No. Uh, Paul Newman and Tom Cruise. So it's, hmm. it's great. It's a movie about pool players. 
Um, but it's kind of like, you know, like to take him under his wing to, you know, let's get this kid to make, make some money and we'll make some money together. And I'll, you know, I'll feel like I'm back on top again. And, you know, it's, yeah, that's another great movie. That's, that's, that's a movie that like, everyone should see. Actually, mm. there's a movie you should see before that, uh, Hustlers or the, the Hustler. Mm. Uh, Paul Newman plays, uh, it's the, he plays the same character in The Color of Money. Oh. Uh, this, uh, the, the, the movie, uh, The Hustler, it's about this guy named Fast Eddie Felsen, who's a fictionalized person, like based on a real person, a real pool hustler. Uh, and Jackie Gleason of The Honeymooners and, and oh. Smoking the Bandit plays a, a, a real life pool shark, world class pool, pool player named Minnesota Fats. Hmm. Um, who was the, uh, oh, Christ, Etta James. At last, my love, I've come along. That's Etta James, right? I don't know. Hang on. Ah, uh, Christ, let me think about this. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, Jackie Gleason plays Minnesota Fats, and Paul Newman plays uh, uh, Fast Eddie Felsen. It's like, it's, it's like the two greatest pool hustlers in the world facing off. And it's this really great drama. Mm-hmm. And then in the 1980s, they made a movie about... It was like uh, Martin Scorsese wrote this movie based on the character of Fast Eddie Felsen. And like, you know, in like modern times, in the, like, you know, when they wrote it in the 80s, meeting up with this with a, a young pool, you know, a young pool hustler, hotshot guy, and kind of taking him under his wing and like, you know, doing the thing and like... And it was called The Color of Money. It was Tom Cruise and Paul Newman. It's a great fucking flick. But Sounds cool. It's, oh, it's a great fucking... It really is a great fucking movie. And the soundtrack was, was pretty damn good, too. It's like one of the best things Robbie Robertson ever did. Huh. Um, but uh, Kingpin's... That dynamic, you could tell, was kind of take-derived from The Color of Money. Gotcha. Um, but it's a really... Kingpin's is a really fucking funny movie. That's the Fairley Brothers. The guys that did uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber and uh, oh, something about Mary, huh? So those guys. All right. Great fucking flick. So yeah, I got. I'm gonna give it to Kingpins. Cool. As much as I love Talladega Nights, I feel like there are a few. Th- there's a, there's a few things going on in Kingpins that are a little more cerebral. Hmm. Yeah. Neat. Okay. Now we're gonna go back down the list here. See who wins between these guys. Is that what's gonna happen now? Is that what you wanna do? Is that what we're yeah. Doing? All right. All right. This is gonna be tough because there's there's a couple that I haven't seen on here, and a couple that that you. Haven't so this seen we're, it's gonna come into we're gonna get into big debate mode. Oh gosh. We're gonna have to fight for our choices. Oh man. All right. <clears throat> First up, Jedi versus Rogue One. Oh, doggy. What are we doing here? I'm still leaning for Jedi. I knew you would because it's your pick. Rogue One, dude. Uh-huh. Rogue One. I got it. No, I got it. No, and I'm going to I'm gonna state my case for Rogue One, and then you can state your case for The Muppet Show. Okay. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm coming out swinging. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> K2SO. Great. Was fucking amazing. Uh-huh. Between, like, who would win in a fight between C-3PO and K2SO? It's K2SO. Oh, no. Every Are fucking time. Every fucking time, okay? I just there are there are so many great elements to Rogue One. It just it it while it's not a Star Wars, you know, it's not a Skywalker saga movie. Mm-hmm. It's got so much going on. 
and every it's it's like it it really like it's it was juggling so many different stories and everything landed right where it was supposed to land. Yeah. Nothing fell flat in that movie. You're right. It is a better movie. Yes, Rogue One wins. Yeah? Yep. You, you're, not even, you're, not, you're not even counterpoint me on this? No, no. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah, Rogue One wins. Shut up. <laughs> I was I was so emotional after I after I saw Rogue One. Actually, I went to the bar after I saw it, and I, and I walked in, and I think I think Vinny was bartending that night. And he's like, "You okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I just saw Rogue One. It was awesome, <laughs> dude. It was intense. Yeah, it was fucking intense. Everybody died. Mm-hmm. Like, they all died. Yep. It was fucking. That was heavy. It was fucking heavy." And sir, and Jedi was a jerk off because we find out Emperor doesn't die. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Oh, I'm beating a dead horse here. Okay, this this right. this one's gonna be tough. This is gonna be yeah, because I I don't I haven't seen the new Godzilla. We're doing Godzilla versus Godzilla now. Godzilla, the Godzilla, the original Godzilla versus, versus now Godzilla. Now Godzilla. So, we've both seen original Godzilla, mm-hmm. and it was. It's so campy. Yeah. I mean. I mean, like, you know, you see know the wires. <laughs> and it's like, it's obvious. They're just like shoving, you know, they're just shoving little firecrackers in the tanks and just like <laughs> lighting it and throwing it on the set. Like, uh-huh. oh, man, the, 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 the special effects. I mean, like that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. The special effects now are going to be head and shoulders above Anything that came out in the 1950s. I mean, it's just there's no there's no there's no comparison. There's no fucking comparison. Yeah. Um, I think for how much it meant, I think original Godzilla's got to take it. I I I'm gonna have to agree. And like and my other point to why original Godzilla beats new Godzilla. The one downside of the new Godzilla was the storyline. Mm. Um, Brian Cranston was great. Um, and you should see this movie. It's it's very good. Um, the the bummer was it was like kind of like based around the soldier because it had to be about the soldier. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Why is it gonna yeah. be? Why is it gonna be about a soldier? This should be about the scientists, you know, as the original films were. Was like it was about. Mm-hmm. This scientist discovering this, and we have to stop doing that, or we're going to wake up this giant monster, and, oh, we're going to do it anyway. And I wake up the giant monster, and, oh, look, we're fucked. Yeah. Told you so. Kaboom. The end. Like, you know, yeah. And, like, yeah. No, I, I'd have to give it to the original original uh, Godzilla mm. for, uh, for 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 that reason, for storyline reasons, and also for cultural influence. Yeah. I'd have to give it to... Want to hear another Butters story about me? I love... Anytime you get to compare yourself to Butters is... <laughs> Totally okay. The, in my the, book. Fir- the first time I, I saw Godzilla, the original one, I, I, I cried when he died because I felt bad for him because they killed him. And uh, my parents were like, he was bad. Godzilla was bad. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. No, he wasn't. wasn't you got the real message of the film. I did. He's Frankenstein. Thank you. You know what? Your dad, actually, you know what? I don't I don't think my mom was Next time you see that. your dad, tell him I said he's grounded. Yeah. You are grounded, dad. The hell. 
I'm that's a- not the takeaway. King <laughs> Kong wasn't the bad guy in King Kong. No. no. Toys Beauty killed the beast. Yeah. That is horse shit. That is not the takeaway. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure. I. I, uh, I, uh, I got a little talking to, for crying about Godzilla. That's wrapped up, man. And now I'm. Now I'm. I'm upset. <laughs> now, now I'm all even and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, Godzilla's not the bad guy. He's not. He's not. He's not. Mothra, not the bad guy. No. Gamera. There's another uh, another one of the guys use Gamera, the giant turtle. Mm-hmm. Stupidest fucking thing you ever saw. <laughs> it flies by like yeah. retracting its arms and legs, <laughs> and then just shooting sparks out of the holes and spinning. Mm-hmm. That's it's yeah. But Gamera is friends with all the children. <laughs> Ghidorah though. Ghidra. Ghidra. Ghidra, the three-headed one. Yeah. Yeah, Ghidra. Ghidra's a cunt. Bad guy. Yeah, Ghidra's a piece of shit. Definitely. Total Definitely piece of guy. shit. Rodan. Piece of shit. Really? Yeah, to- Rodan was a total piece of shit. Oh, I like Rodan. Um, no, Rodan was a bad guy. Um, and um, what was the other one? Oh, there were so many dumb ones. And Gamera fought a bunch of bad, like, bad, stupid, dumb things, too. Like, there was a knife-headed guy. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know I, 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 you know, we'll talk about this in a bit, I guess. But, like, movies I, lo- I hate to watch and love to hate to watch, to love, to hate, to hate. There's so many of those gaiju films from the 60s and 70s with just, like, a budget of $5. Yeah, that's the last stupid ones. And they were so bad, but, like, like the costumes were just so campy. Like, <laughs> like and then, like, it's, it's funny, too, because I remember, like, watching Power Rangers mm-hmm. and, like, seeing those stupid costumes mm-hmm. the gaiju were wearing, and it was, like... They're like, oh, so it's like this is leftovers from a Gamera movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just like, just like, you just like rip the head off of that thing and shoved it onto that guy, and now it's knife head guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> By the way, the guy who got rich off of Power Rangers, genius. Uh, you talking about like the like the guy that owns the toy company, the Bandai toy company, or yeah, well, uh, whatever his name is, Heim Saban. Saban, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just like bought this this cheap, this Japanese show for cheap, took the fights, and cut, cut uh, American kids in it for his version. Yeah, got fucking rich. Oh, stupid rich! Like it's like un- un- unfair amounts of money. Yeah. If I had that kind of money, you'd never see me again. <laughs> that kind of money. Okay. Speaking of toys. Speaking of toys. Toy Story versus. Batman, Dude, Master is, of the Phantasm. We really don't have to talk about this. We don't have this. to talk about this. I haven't even seen it, and, you know, and you know it it's Batman. better. You know that yeah. Batman would just beat the shit out of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, rip his arms off and, like, crack his fucking stupid dome. Well, all of that <laughs> happened in Toy Story. Yeah. To Buzz Lightyear, the poor guy. Yeah, yeah, it did. Well, no, his, his shield didn't crack, but his arm... He, he did get his arm ripped off. But yeah, I mean, like, seriously, it's just, no. If Woody could beat the shit out of Buzz Lightyear, Batman could definitely Dude, do it. Dude, Batman would just, he Batman would just pick up the whole toy box, <laughs> put it behind the Batmobile, <laughs> and just back up slow and then just rooster tail, smoke the tires out until there was nothing left of Buzz Lightyear <laughs> but a stain in the fucking concrete. <laughs> Even a Batman action figure could probably beat up Buzz Lightyear. Oh, without a doubt, dude. 
Without a doubt, the 1988 Batman action figure, the three and a half inch tall Batman action figure, could beat the ever loving shit <laughs> out of that stupid six inch tall Buzz Lightyear action figure. He was twelve inch tall. Was that a twelve inch? I had him. You had, you had, yeah, it was, it was twelve. Still erroneous, erroneous, <laughs> erroneous. Batman, 1988 Batman action figures, gadgets actually worked. Mm. He had a fucking thing on his belt. That like came out like a like a like a like a retractable thing. Oh, so cool! Like, you like hook in the stuff and you can zip up. Wow! Yeah, yeah. His nice. shit worked. His shit worked. <laughs> yeah. This one's gonna be tough. You think? Yeah, uh, probably not. I don't know. So we got we got. And I'm like, no, I I want you to like you know state your case for casino <laughs> or no? We're on um no we're on we're this, on Chevy this, Chase right now. This is not gonna be tough. You're right. Think... You're right. I was looking at the wrong ones. All right. Okay. Yeah. This one's okay. gonna be the easy. Chevy. The Chevy Chase ones. Three amigos versus, versus Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Caddyshack wins. Caddyshack wins. You haven't even seen it. No. Nope. Bill Murray. I just know how good. Ted it is. Knight. I even seen it. Rodney Dangerfield. Dude. And a gopher. And the gopher. Actually, no. The go. Fuck the gopher. The gopher was fucking. <laughs> ugh. They, there was a great film. Made about um, the guy who wrote Caddyshack, Doug Kenny. He's one of the founders of Na- the National Lampoon. Um, it was a movie uh, made about him uh, called A Stupid and Futile Gesture, which is a line from Animal House. Hmm. Um, he was so mad when they were making that movie because they kept shoving the whole idea of the puppet gopher down his throat. Like mm-hmm. That movie ended up being not what he wanted it to be. Hmm. But it still was one of the greatest movies of all time. I, like he he managed to fight with the executives enough to get most of the movie he wanted made, hmm. and he was still disappointed with it because of um, uh, it came out the same year as Airplane, ah, uh. which. Domin- it, it really dominated Caddyshack in theaters. Caddyshack went on to have a huge cult following, uh-huh. as did Airplane. Yeah. Um, Airplane is awesome. Air- Airplane is a, is a really funny movie. If I was to put Airplane versus Caddyshack, I'd say Caddyshack. Because mm. the the humor was just a bit more sophisticated. Not to sound mm-hmm. like, like hooty-tooty, <laughs> but... Air- Airplane is just one-liner after one-liner after one-liner, and mm-hmm. it's great. But there was like there was a story in Caddyshack, you know. For what it's worth, there was a story. There were stories, you know. And Rodney Dangerfield, just that that alone, it's yeah. Caddyshack. It's yeah. Caddyshack. Okay. All so right. Th- so this is the one that I meant when I said this. Is this tough. this one is going to be tough. We are pitting two westerns against each other in the Hollywood tough guys category. It's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid versus the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, good, the bad, and the ugly laid the ground for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Butch Cassidy and Sunday, su- Sunday Kid, Sundance Kid. <laughs> he just loved those chocolate Sundays. So, <laughs> 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 like, if they were gonna make a uh, like, like, like a gay porn uh, parody. 
It'd be like it'd be it'd be Butch Cassidy and the Sunday Kid, <laughs> but it's spelled Sunday like ice cream Sunday. Oh boy! Oh, <laughs> and it's just like this. It's like this bear, like big burly gay dude. <laughs> don't, and this like, <laughs> don't give our listeners ideas. <laughs> and this little like and the Sunday Kid's like this <laughs> like you know, like, like twink twink. Oh jeez! You know. Oh my god! That's a movie. That's a movie. There you go. We just Come on. Movie. All right, Weinstein. You You're can re- welcome. You can rebuild your empire starting here. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. Anyway. Okay, so. Yeah, it's, the, it's a great, it's a great, it's, it's, it's a you know cool movie. You know what's really, you know what um, Butch and Sundance has um, over over the good and the bad and the ugly is it was a really, it, it was like, uh, it felt more authentic. Mm. And how it like it was like it felt like a it, the whole that whole movie felt like a flashback. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. yeah it starts yeah, in that yeah. starts in that sepia, uh-huh. like you know, you're like looking through this. You're like you're like looking through this photograph moment. You know, with that when they're playing, they're playing. Uh, I think they're playing blackjack. And he thinks I think they and are. I think Sundance is cheating, and whether he is or isn't is is irrelevant. <laughs> um. But what is relevant is how quick he is with his gun, and he proves his point real quick, and mm-hmm. it's and that banter back and forth, you know, oh, it's so good, it's so good, you know. I think I think we got our winner here. You're getting slower. You're getting slower, kid. You know, <laughs> like, like, you know, like, <laughs> there's that, but, but there's, but, I don't know, man. The soundtrack and the good, the bad, and the ugly, and mm. like the the. It, and it wasn't accurate. There was really not a lot accurate about the Leon films. It really was just kind of like, like this is the old West. All this sh- and then like anything that happened between like seventeen ninety five and eighteen eighty nine. Just anything that was invented in that hundred year fucking period. Just all existed at the same time. <laughs> no, it didn't. But fuck it. Uh-huh. You know, it was it was really kind of, it was like a fever dream of a western. Mm. Like, like you know, like, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to go with the good with uh, with Butch and Sundance. All I right, I think we have to go with Butch and Sundance here. There we yeah. go. Yeah, that's the one. Butch and Sundance. Yeah, that was a good pick. Good pick. Good pick, buddy. Thank I like you. that one. That's a good movie. That's a damn good movie. Okay, so now we're here at another tricky one. Bond movies. Yeah, Casino Royale with our boy Danny Craig, and Live and Let Die. Starring Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think you're going to give it to Paul. Was it bad? You know. You know what? What? What I? What I would say is I've seen I've seen both of them probably the same number of times. Mm-hmm. And I remember more about Casino Royale than I do for Living Let Die. You're talking about the scene where they rip the bottom out of the chair and they just start wailing on his balls? Actually, I wasn't thinking about that, but yes, I <laughs> But do now you can't that. stop thinking about it. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> <laughs> they did a bit about that on the Venture Brothers. It's like oh, Doc, they did? Dr. Venture's being tortured. <laughs> they keep hitting the bottom of his chair with, this, with the knotted up rope. At the end, he's like, You're supposed to rip the bottom out of the chair first, idiot. Like, <laughs> But it's it's his it's Hank it's his son torturing him. Oh no! He's just fucking everything up. Like it's it's a mess. But like, it was like I remember cracking up so hard. Like, he's like, like he can't do anything. Like, oh no! I don't know, man. I, I'd have to. I don't know. 
I don't know. I really let me think about this for a second. Mm. Um, I'm torn because I mean, Live and Let Die. That was that was the first Bond film I ever saw. I mean, mm. Daniel Craig is great. I really I, I I've enjoyed uh, the like the like how they've modernized and adapted the story and kind of brought things back to square one with the new with him as the new Bond. Uh-huh. You know, because they are like they're basically just retelling old like some of the old Bond movies, mm-hmm. bringing back Spectre. Yep. You know. Um, what's his face? Christoph uh, Waltz. Waltz was great in uh, as 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 what's his face with the scar? Uh, yeah. But uh, I thought I, I thought, thought, thought I thought Skyfall was great. Yeah. Um, and you got Antonio Banderas in there. He was really good. No, no, no not, not Antonio Banderas. Uh, the guy from fucking right? uh, no, the other guy, uh, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem yes. played played the, played the heavy in that in the other one um, in uh, Quantum of Solace. Solace. He was yeah. and he, he was damn good, which I loved. Which people don't like it, but I, I thought it was it. good. I thought it was, I thought it, I thought he was super fucking creepy, mm-hmm. and he like as he you know that was kind of the point. Uh, but yeah, I I really do like the Javier Bardem uh, uh, bad guy, I like Daniel Craig as as Bond. I really do. Um, but I got, I, I don't know, man. I'm on the fence here. I kind of feel mm. like. I might have to flip a coin for this one. This might, this might come down to a gunfight, actually. Not again. <laughs> so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> so I just start blasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my chair's stuck. Oh. <laughs> so what we do? Uh, well, I All got right, this ketchup what? packet here. I'm let's, gonna... let's flip it around in the air. No, you know, no need. I'm, I'm going to, uh. I'm gonna concede here. Uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you Casino Royale. Okay. At the and uh, yeah, there are there are a lot of really cool things about that film, mm. uh, despite its lack of Roger Moore. Yeah, props to Roger Moore. It's nothing against you, Raj. Oh, we loved you, dude. Big ups. <laughs> R.I.P. Roger Moore. All right, next. We got Lion King versus... versus who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, I I think that's no contest there, really. Yeah, I kind of got a stacked deck in my Madonna, dude. my brackets are kind of stacked this year, dude. I they don't are. know, like I I think I think I'm just better at watching movies than you. <laughs> who framed Roger Rabbit? That is true. You are better. You have seen way I've more seen, movies. Dude, than I have seen so many movies. It's insane. I had so I had so few friends growing up. <laughs> That I watched pretty much every fucking movie imaginable. If I saw a trailer for a movie, I was going into RKO Video the next day and getting it. Mm. And like I would, and I would like. I remember getting. I I got an argument with the dude at RKO because I wanted to watch Angel Heart, which is it's a which was a movie that it's a, it's a great fucking movie starring uh, Robert De Niro, Mickey Rourke. It's about. I don't want to tell you what it's about because I want you to see this movie. It's really fucking good. It's 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 like this film noir, dark evil thing. There's voodoo and they set those like they actually like they're actually sacrificing chickens in a voodoo ceremony. Like ah. like they're really like it's a real fucking bird, dude. Like and they're just like blood everywhere. And, nice. Like, it's heavy. It's a heavy fucking movie. And I was like, what was like thirteen. I went in. There, I went into the movie the RKO video, and I grabbed the copy of Angel Heart off the off the rack. And the guy's like, "I can't rent this to you. Huh? Why not?" Like, it's, it's rated R. So, 
He's like, you, you can't watch this. You, you can't. And like, you know, he wouldn't let me. He would not let me. And I like, mm. I, I went back like three different times, like trying to get a different dude to rent this movie <laughs> to me. Every one of them, like, no, no. Wow. And then I, so like, I ended up tricking my dad. And saying, I wanted to watch this movie. And he's like, what's it about? He's like, and I, was, I was like, I don't know. It's about Mickey Rourke. He's like a detective or something. And and Robert De Niro's the bad guy. I just really want to see it. I think it's a gangster movie. He's like, all right. Like, he's like, okay. <laughs> and he, so he rents the movie for me. And I, I go downstairs and I watch it. And like, you know, nightmares for days. Because yeah. it's really a heavy fucking movie. But I'm, but it's still, one of my, it's still one of my favorite fucking movies to this day. It is a great fucking movie. Um, check that out. It's worth it. It's really worth it. This is, this is fun talking movies. Yeah, fun little chat here. All right. Okay. So R- Roger Rabbit takes the cake. Well, without a doubt. And then this is going to be tough because I've seen Heavyweights and you haven't, and you have seen Kingpin and I haven't. Yep. So let me ask you a, three questions about Heavyweights. Okay. Do you see nipples? Uh, a f- 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 fat kid's nipples. Like a fat, like a fat boy nipples. Yeah. Like a, so, no. So the answer is no. <laughs> so we don't see any boobs or nipples. No. Okay. Um, does it have Bill Murray? No. <laughs> see where I'm going here. <laughs> see where I'm going here, kids. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Does it have an obligatory and really random cameo by John Popper of Blues Traveler? No. Wow, I love Blues Traveler. Who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't Just based know. on those three questions, I'm winning. Now, you can ask me three questions about kingpins. What does, what does heavyweights have that kingpins might not? Um, does it have Ben Stiller? Does not have Ben Stiller. Is it heartwarming? Yeah. Yeah? I felt better after watching that movie. Okay. Um, do the shitty people get the shit kicked out of them? Yeah. All right. Okay, King. For the most part, yeah. Yes, they do. All right. Well, you win this round, <laughs> Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray wins everything. You know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I really do want to watch it. I know, I know. It, we, I do. We be- have it on VHS in my house. I do believe it's on Amazon Prime right now, mm-hmm. and I think it's also on Hulu. Fuck. Yeah, I. I oh, uh, you know what? Hang on. We're gonna. I'm gonna take care of that tonight. I'm gonna, you're getting. You're getting my my. Thanks. I hope Hulu's not listening. But you're getting my, you're getting you're getting my my login shit. Yeah, ever ever since I switched my Amazon Prime account to an Amazon Business Prime account, I don't get Amazon Video or music anymore, which is fucking stupid. so fucking retarded. Like, what the hell, man? That doesn't make any sense. I decided we're okay with that word again. Okay, it's so fucking stupid. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch back to a regular Prime account. Like, yeah, it's like what what a, what a stupid fucking thing. The, you know, the, the the only the only thing that was cool about. Switching over to the business one was that like over time, if you buy a certain thing over and over again, you get a discounted. But I just go to Staples any, anyway, it's right down the street. So you can also just apply for that stupid Amazon credit card, it pretty much does the same. fucking No, thing. I already have one, and it's the reason why I'm in a lot of debt right now. So okay, so not that credit card, yeah. Don't do not do it, don't do it. Okay, then Fuck I you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> that guy could seriously just sit on a huge bag of rotten cocks, yeah. 
I fucking I just pay your fucking taxes, you shitbag. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I got a fucking thing in the mail every fucking year. I make no money. You know how much money I make a year? No. I make. I'll say this. I make well over $10 a year, <laughs> and I make well under $100,000 a year. Oh, yeah. I make money. I don't make good money. I don't make okay money. I don't make bad money. I make some money. I make enough to get by, mm-hmm. and I pay my fucking taxes. I'm paying back taxes, but I'm catching up, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I'm, like you know, divorce was kind of hairy for me, so I'm, I'm playing a little catch-up here. But, like, I'm not not paying them. Because I'm not a fucking asshole, <laughs> and if I if I was making bazillions of dollars a day, I would have no problem giving. Like if I was making it's like enough money that I, I couldn't spend it in five hundred lifetimes, mm-hmm. a la Jeff Bezos, I would have no problem paying, you know, half of what I make in taxes, because I still have half a bazillion dollars. Yeah, what's like, what's he losing? It's a different world, man. Oh, he's different, such a fucking piece of shit. Different people. Oh, I need uh, a cigarette. Yeah, let's have a butt. All right. We'll let's be have... right back. I guess we'll be back. We have been talking for this past, Christ, 94 fucking minutes about movies and such. I will ask you one more question, though, because I want to... What's a movie you, you will hate watch... If you like, you're watching, like you're flipping through channels, mm-hmm. and this terrible movie, this like this is a fuck awful movie. What's a, what's a movie you're gonna leave on and just hate watch it? Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Yeah, that's a, that's a fucking great terrible movie. Yeah, I'd have to say, uh, um, 2012. Never saw it. It was that disaster movie where like yeah, the like yeah, the yeah. you know the giant nuke like the winter mm-hmm. just takes over. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Dennis Quaid. Ah, not Randy Quaid. Ah, the other Quaid, the good Quaid. <laughs> um, yeah. Whenever the, that for some reason, like, and it's so stupid because like, that's a disaster movie that like it like should not still be played on TV because it's 2020. Like, we made <laughs> yeah. it. We're cool. Like, we're okay. Hey, you got a point. Um, but yeah, but I but I will wa- I will hate watch that movie. There are so many stupid lines <laughs> and just just silly, silly fucking things. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a movie I'll hate watch. That's yeah. sort of off the top of my head, there are lots of movies that I hate watch. There's I mean, nothing like a nothing like an action movie with bad military one liners. Oh yeah, like oh cliffhanger. You ever see that? Sylvester Stallone and uh, no. uh, John Lithgow. No. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad, dude. Just. There's like so many points in the movie where Stallone just makes that yeah. face, you know. You know what line I think I hate to hear the most? I got your six. <laughs> That's so lame. Shut the your fuck six. up. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Yeah, no, I got your six. What's another one that just gets like you know what I love what? I love when you see like 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 you'll see like like the special forces coming in they've got uh-huh. night vision goggles uh-huh. and shit uh-huh. and you see like the one guy up front and he just like holds up like two fingers fist three fingers fist yeah. thumb this way yeah, yeah. pinky that way <laughs> and then makes the the loop de loop thing with his finger like, go 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 and like everyone knows from that like br- like that. 
bass backwards fucking sign language. Like, oh, I know what we're doing now. Okay, <laughs> let's do this, boys. Yeah, we go that way, angle that way. We all make it at the thing, at the thing. We're gonna go shoot the guy, die. <laughs> you know, Expendables. That's another shit fuck movie I could just hate watch oh, constantly. Man. Oh my god, I, for, I forget if I've seen that or not. Oh, it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. It's just this fucking. Just circle jerk of action heroes and <laughs> shitty one-liners. It's just so bad. You know, it's it's funny. Like, I have been such a fan of Mystery Science Theater 3000 since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And that's really shaped the way I watch movies. Because mm-hmm. I'll watch a bad movie. I will deliberately watch a bad mm-hmm. movie. That was fun. All the way to the end. And I will make fun of it the whole way through. And I will get so much joy <laughs> out of mocking this artistic pursuit because uh-huh. it is you know they're trying to tell a story by Sean Fairley by Sean Fairley Sean Fairley just left now we can talk about him he sucks you suck Sean Fairley oh yeah yeah I guess so. <laughs> um, but no like, like but like watching Mystery Science Theater and, and watching those you know they're, t- they're taking those really bad you know B movies from the fucking from the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, and some from the nineties too, and then just ripping them apart as they're playing out. It shaped the way I watch bad movies because I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm stuck here watching this. All right, well, we're let's make the best of it, yeah. and I'm gonna make the best of it by making everyone sound really stupid. It is really funny to get to the end of the movie and be like, the hell was that? Yeah, <laughs> and, or, and 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 also it's kind of like a pat on the back, like you made it. Uh-huh. Like we we made it through this shitty movie, yeah. and now we can now we can like breathe for a few minutes. But yeah, like it really did shape the way I watch films because I, I I feel like I get more joy out of watching a terrible movie and mocking it mm-hmm. than I do watching like like a good movie, you know. And then I'm left like longing for those almost perfect movies, you mm-hmm. know, like like City Slickers is mm-hmm. a fucking almost perfect movie. The mm-hmm. Killing, one of Stanley Kubrick's first films. You watched it, right? Remember the killing? I yes, yes, yes. yes. Remember, remember? Yep. I, I, I was one of the first movies. I was like, "You got to watch this. Uh-huh. You got to watch this." And we told, we told Gardner to watch it too. Our buddy Gardner, who's, right. bar, who's bartending over at South Street now, um, told him to watch it. And then you both came in the next night, and we're like, and we just like talked about how fucking great this movie was. You didn't, you, you didn't see the ending coming. You uh-huh. didn't see that fucking shit coming. And that that's a movie, The Killing. Uh, written and directed by Stanley Kubrick, which is it's like that's a movie that every heist movie ripped off something from that movie, mm. you know, and like Terminator Two ripped off a thing from that movie, The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan, The Dark Knight ripped off something from that movie. Every great fucking movie you ever saw ripped something off from this fucking movie. It is such a good fucking film, and yeah, everyone should go and see this movie. It's really good. It's like like take a point. I'm pretty sure, I think it might still be on Prime. It might be on Tubi. It might be streaming somewhere, but you can rent it for cheap, or just go to your local library and 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 take it out. Because mm-hmm. I know it's it's got to be in there. Because it is it is a classic film. It is an amazing film. The Killing, starring nobody you fucking remember. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but a great fucking movie. And it's uh, actually one one actor I can always remember from that movie, Ron Glass. Did you ever watch Firefly? No. Um, Sister, Sister? Yeah. Yeah. The dad from Sister, Sister? Uh Uh-huh. That's Ron Glass. Oh, Who's also on a TV show, Barney Miller, Hmm. uh, which was uh, like a cop comedy in the 70s. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but his first film role was playing a parking attendant. The parking attendant, the the the, the black dude parking attendant, who brings who brings the guy the horseshoe. You know, it's not ringing uh, a bell. Anyway, that's his first film role. And I remember like, the first time I watched that movie, it was like I just I just finished watching Firefly, and I was all bummed out because like it just ended. Yeah, and that show should have totally gotten more. Like that show should not have gotten canceled. Fox really shit the bed when they canceled that show, mm. but. And then, like, two, three weeks later, I watched The Killing, and I'm like, holy shit, it's The Preacher. It's The Preacher from, from Firefly. It's Ron Glass. Holy shit. Well, yeah, that's a great fucking movie. So, yeah, we have taken a, a, an, odd tri- an odd trip this week on Ya Good, and we have not talked about music. We have not bitched about the music scene. We have not interviewed a weirdo about this fucking weird music scene that we live in. But we decided to just waste your time and ours by talking about movies that we like off the tops of our heads and making them battle to the death. So this has been a very weird and utterly stupid episode <laughs> of You Good. It's March Madness. It is March Madness. We should get a little stupid, you know? Yeah. Why not? Week two of March Madness. We're in it. We're in it to win it. Here we go. Here we go. And once again, kids, I want to thank you for listening. I want to make sure you all check out. Come down to... Uh, the trivia night at the exchange and the uh, the uh, the bingo night. It's uh, alternating Wednesdays. It's trivia mm-hmm. and bingo hosted by Dylan. Come down to the X and hang out to, at my open mics. Come to any of my open mics and go to www.nickkeena.com for uh, for more information about my my open mics, my upcoming gigs, uh, solo gigs, Spanakopita band gigs. Uh, you want to make sure you go to originalmusicschool.com for all the new stuff that's happening, uh, and you'll hear all about what's going on there. And you can also just call 973-998-8977. I want to thank you for listening. Thanks for killing some time with us. Make sure you call your mom if she's still alive, and if she's not, well, then just, you know, buy some flowers or something. I don't know. Buy some flowers. You know, if your mom's not with you no more, Buy some flowers. You don't got to, like, put them on her grave because the guy's just going to leaf blow them away. But, like, you know, keep a nice, like, a nice little bowl of petunias in your house and think about your mom. Maybe her name was Petunia. You don't know. Well, I wish, I guess you would know. It's your mother. You would know her name. <laughs> but, but, yeah. You got a point there. I guess. I'm, I, dude, we are nowhere near a point to this entire episode. <laughs> this has been, like... <laughs> This has been so dumb and so much fun. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Great. Yeah? I'm good. Any advice for our listeners? Um... Gunfight! Folks, ah! you've been listening to Ya Good, hosted by Nick Kina and produced by me, Dylan Jacobus. Intro and outro music written, recorded, and performed by the very same fellas. And as always, this show is brought to you by the original music school. Your one-stop shop for lessons, production, and recordings, such as this. Be sure to follow you good on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Music, and Google Play. And give us five stars. And thank your lucky stars. We'll be back next week with a brand new guest and brand new tunes for your ears to enjoy. Stay safe. Don't talk to strangers. And tune in next time for a gig.